Hi everyone, welcome to Potluck Food Talks. Today we have a special guest, Patricia Jurado. She's a gastronomic researcher, a lecturer, nutritionist, a networker, among other things. Hi Patricia, welcome. Nice to have you here. Hi Eric, nice to bueno, nice to be here. I'm super happy for the invitation and super excited to talk about cheesecake. Yeah, today's topic is cheesecake, but Basque cheesecake. You know, Patricia, I started uh, giving food tours here in San Sebastian, and I, I work a lot with American tourists, and I always love when they first try Basque cheesecake because they, they're not expecting it at all, and they feel like well-versed in the cheesecake world. And once they try it, it's like, wow, this is like a complete different universe. I've never tried something like this, and I love it. So I wanted to ask you, What could you say that makes Basque cheesecake, like this La Viña-style cheesecake, so special and different from other cheesecakes? I think that what makes it super special is that it's super soft. It doesn't have a crust that for Americans it's a basic. But what really makes the like the Basque cheesecake so different is that you bake it in a very hot oven. So you can see that it creates a unique aroma. So you have the top or the upper crust of the cake, like super burnt, but the inside super creamy. So I think like this like creaminess and mouthfeel of the Basque cheesecake with all the upper crust, like super like barney with all of these super mild reactions. I think it is what like make it like super tasty, but the, I think it's the texture what what makes it like super different. Yeah, I agree. I would describe it as a kind of like a creme caramel, but with cream cheese. That's kind of like what it is, right? See, sí, totally. It, it has these notes of salted caramel or like caramelized butter for this, like for baking it at super hot temperatures, like 200 Celsius. So you have like this heat diffusion that is going super slow, but the, but the crust is burning. So I think that this is what makes this super special when you try it for the first time. Here in, in, in Spain in general, and particularly in the Basque country, it is very common that there is like a trend towards very medium rare or raw things. Like the you will see that the tortilla is liquid, that the if you eat like a, a, a steak is super raw in the center. And same happens with the cheesecake. Like a The, the cheesecake, like the original one from La Viña, you will find it very soft on the middle, but then millions of versions are arised uh, from, from, from this cheesecake, millions of interpretations, and you get to see them like liquid, like you cut the slice and like a kind of like a crema anglaise flows out of the slice, which is amazing. Totally. Totally. I think that uh, there are two different types of cheesecake, right? There are the ones that you use eggs and you bake them in the oven. So what makes like the cheesecake to coagulate is the eggs. So what happened that a lot of people don't want to reach up to 65 degrees Celsius. That is when the egg white starts to denature and coagulate. And then at 72 Celsius, you have the egg yolks coagulating. So in order to have all of this creaminess, what it, a lot of people is doing it, is just baking the cheesecake at very high temperatures so you can have all the outside super caramelized and super well cooked. But then you have the inside below those temperatures so you don't have this coagulation because you don't have anything in there, like any protein in there to hold the structure. And then you have all of these like super creamy flavors from the cream cheese, the milk, the, well, no, actually it's whipped cream, I whipped cream. 
cream what you, what you use heavy cream and then on the other hand you have the cheesecake that you refrigerate that you don't even have to put it in the oven because what you use is gelatin but i think the two cheesecakes you can have this creamy texture but with the baked one is much easier because you just need to put it in the oven and you just need to control the temperature so you don't go above 65 Celsius. And then you have the Meyer reactions when I think the free in the refrigerated one, you just have like a, I would say like a coagulated cream cheese. Yeah. Also, another thing, uh, I saw like a, a research made by Delectatec, which is a big data company from Barcelona. And they, they analyzed 240,000 restaurants all over Spain to get statistics from what uh, what you can see through reviews and information available on the internet. And the result was that this, this was the most loved dessert in Spain. So people would think about something else, you know, like about uh, flan, the Spanish creme caramel, or about chocolate mousse. But no, it, it's cheesecake. And, and it's particularly this kind of cheesecake like the, the Basque one, or you could say the, the Spanish one. Do you know anything about the, the history of, of this dessert? Yes, but before that, I want to say that it's also my favorite dessert, <laughs> especially the baked one with this Basque-style characteristics. Yeah, for me too. I agree. <laughs> okay, so this dessert is from La Piña. That is a very tiny pincho place in San Sebastian. And it's super curious because they offer other things, but everybody goes there just because of the cheesecake, looking for the cheesecake. And then when you go and you enter in this place, you can see like thousands of cheesecakes all over. Like you can see like 20 or 30 cheesecakes in the bar. And this establishment, I think that was open in 1959 and... 30 years ago, I think that it was when the cheesecake started to become super popular and started to spread out all over the world. Especially, I think that in Turkey, it's super famous. Yeah, La Viña Cheesecake is the most Googled topic from San Sebastian. You know, like it's really something. Yes, I, I, when, I when I was at Carmack, when I was in Boston, I went to a birthday party and they were like, oh, Patricia, we made a cake from San Sebastian. And they made la, la piña cake. So they had a, a Spanish cookbook. And it was super random because they were not even like chefs or foodies. And they were making la piña cake. But I think I think that this cheesecake became especially famous because in 2021, the New York Times said that it was the taste of the year. Oh, wow. When they were discussing new culinary trends. And they said that it was going to be the future birthday cake. But especially it called, bueno, it described it as the taste of the year. So it became like super popular in the U.S. And now I think you can find it all over, especially in the U.S. Well, I also know that, you know, uh, Grant Akats, this legendary chef from Chicago, he had or has, I don't know if it still exists, this restaurant called Next that changed from concept every season. Like they, they had like four different concepts a year. And one of the concepts and one, one of the first seasons was tapas. So the, the research team traveled all over Spain and they also, and this was uh, over five years ago, and they also picked La Viña Cheesecake as the dessert for, for their tapas concept. And also, if we go back in history, I would say that Suberoa's Cheesecake, which is also like a staple in, in Basque cuisine. Suberoa is a, a restaurant that sadly is about to close this month after decades Open. It's like a, a restaurant that, that had uh, two Michelin stars at some point. Uh, now it has one. And they, they, they have uh, changed the, the game in, in, in gastronomy in Spain. And this guy made a cheesecake 
that was wheat crust, but uh, it was also super liquid in the middle, like this Basque trends towards uh, raw textures. And for me, the most craziest thing, which is, I think, genius, is that he adds just a micro tiny bit of blue cheese, which adds like a complete different flavor layer to the cheesecake. And it's something you wouldn't expect. And among the many versions of, of, of any of this cheesecake, I would say a special one is in, in Madrid for, from Nino Redruello. He, he also makes like uh, this kind of cheesecake with crust, with a little bit of blue cheese, and it's it's amazing. Yes, I also know in Madrid, Colosimo, that also is super famous because he, well, they add in the restaurant grated cheese from Cadiz at the top, and it it is also like super caramelized, not like bun as La Viña cheesecake, that is almost bun, but it's amazing. And also in Barcelona, I think it's super, super famous, John Cake now. So we got the evolution of the of the cheesecake and and how everybody's taking as a reference La Viña cheesecake and then making their own version. But it's just sad to be Yeah, yeah, it's super sad to 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 see them close. But I mean, this restaurant was open for how long? Forty years at least, probably. Other cheesecakes that I love, like from the Basque version, uh, one of my favorites is from Javier Rivero's Ama in Tolosa. That's a good one. And it's super yellow and it's delicious. It's like, like the, the La Viña cheesecake on steroids, like much better, much better ingredients, much better execution. It's amazing. I have to say that I do my own version of La Piña cheesecake because you can make a thousand recipes online and they all vary in the amount of eggs. And bueno, it's always one kilo of cheese, what I think that also makes it super peculiar, I would say, like particular. And then also, then it has half of it of heavy cream, like one kilo of cheese, 500 milliliters of heavy cream, and then it has 300 grams of sugar. This is the recipes that you find online, and then four to five eggs. But in my personal opinion, it has way too much sugar, the recipes that you find online. So I tend to reduce a little bit the amount of sugar when I make the past cheesecake. And then on the other hand, I think that the recipes that you find online, they have too much egg. And if you want to have this, like, super creamy, like almost raw texture, you need to decrease the amount of eggs. And I'm curious about what you've said about Javi Rivero. They may add just the egg yolks in order to have this like creamy texture, I, but... I don't know. And 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 this, uh, and it's super yellow, this cheesecake, like completely yellow, like banana yellow. It makes sense, right? Uh, I, I, I'm always thinking when I make my cheesecake, I should add oh, just just the egg yolks, not the, not the five eggs. I just add five eggs if they are small. Otherwise, I just four. I just add four eggs because I like a super creamy, almost liquid cheesecake. Per kilo. For a kilo of of cream cheese. Okay, so in other other versions that I like is the one from Lave Restaurant. This was developed by by Adriano while he was still there in the kitchen. And what they did is they added like a, a an award winning smoked ibiasaval cheese. Like same idea from from Suberoa. Adding just a tiny percentage of, of a strong flavored cheese, but in this case was um, smoked ibiasaval. And and another one that that I really liked uh, while I was working in a Basque restaurant in Berlin, uh, we would do it with cheap Turkish feta cheese, like this super savory salty cheese. We would mix it until it was uh, like, like smooth enough to 
to bake it with, without pieces of cheese. And people would go insane about it. They would book the, the cheesecake in advance or they would, it, sometimes it was the first thing they ordered when they came to the restaurant before everything else, just to be safe to have their, their slice for, for dessert. <laughs> it was cream cheese with feta cheese added into it or it was all feta cheese? It was all feta cheese. Feta cheese, sugar, and eggs. Mixed until soft, until smooth. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm so curious because feta cheese has a lot of fat, so I'm pretty sure the texture was amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was super good, super good. And the balance with the saltiness of the feta cheese? It was savory. Yeah, it, it, has, it has this, you know, this savory, sweet kind of dessert, so it was quite something. I could put it on my to-do list then. <laughs> <laughs> Once I tried with mascarpone because I was like, oh, it's it's like, it has a lot of fat, it may give you like a super creamy texture, but it was a disaster. So I'm scared to try with different types of cheese because I think the cream cheese gives you the right balance of like protein and fat to have this like creaminess, not liquidy. So I'm kind of scared, but I will give it a chance to the feta cheese one. I wanted to make a short correction on the recipe I just said. Actually, it had mascarpone. It was two parts mascarpone and one part of feta cheese. And then it would be like a normal cheesecake recipe but it was mascarpone and a, a very salty turkish cheese that came in a can like a turkish feta so and, a, and another thing since we're talking about the recipe and the process so what, what you would do is you have like your your mold your form and you will put baking paper so it doesn't stick and then you put your mixer which is very liquid and you want it to be also very liquid once you take it out of the oven. And this is where, where most people fail if they haven't tried the original one or, or they don't understand the concept of the cake. They usually have seen the imitations of, of Basque cheesecake overbaked and it completely loses the, the whole fun of it. So when you take it out, the thing has to be super shaky. And that's one of the indicators. And then you let it rest like for how long? For an hour at least. I think more four hours. Four <laughs> hours least. rest at least, yeah, and then then it's uh, it's ready to eat. Yes, and another like I think key point is to do not over mix the ingredients. You don't want to incorporate eggs, uh, air. You just want to like mix uh, the ingredients. So you have to be like super gentle, I think, by mix when you are mixing the ingredients. Okay, that's a good one as well. So what could you say about other? types of cheesecakes like I, I know in Germany they also have like the Käsekuchen which is something in a complete different direction this is more like, like a biscuit that has cheese is like a completely different thing we also have like the New York cheesecake Japanese cheesecake I don't know what, what can you tell us about it I like a lot the New York cheesecake because even though it's super different from the past cheesecake. I personally like the crust, like the base that you add into your cheesecakes. And a lot of times when I'm making my past cheesecake, I add this crust. But I think it's like super sweet, the New York cheesecake. And also it's like ultra dense and firm. Like with one slice, you are full for like four hours. <laughs> so I think that the New York is, is nice because it has this amazing like buttery crust. And then it's super consistent and rich. But it's, it's super sugary in comparison with the Basque cheesecake. And then on the other hand, you have the Japanese cheesecake that is like super light and fluffy because you whisk the egg yolks and the egg whites separately and then you bake it in a vein marie. 
So it's like more like a souffle. So you have this this super ultra rich, dense cheesecake, and then you have all of this like fluffiness. And I don't know about the Germany one because I haven't tried it, but I know that it's with a ripened cheese, right? No, I, I I've never baked it. I, I I have just tried it lot, like in cafes, and I wasn't so passionate about it. <laughs> no, it looks weird, right? Because you don't want to bake a card. You want to bake this like creamy mixture. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, absolutely. No, and now that you talked about crusts, I remember as a kid we would make a, 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 a lot of cheesecakes at home, New York style, before I knew the Basque one. And for the crust, what we would do is uh, grind muesli and use that instead of flour. So you have this super muesli crust, which is which goes which goes perfectly with with cheesecake. Uh, this is another thing that I like about the crust that you can play a lot with the flavor that you are gonna then add into the cheesecake. Because sometimes you know my friends they like chocolate cheesecakes, they like Kinder cheesecakes. I do like dinos, you, you know the, these cookies that are called dinosaurios in Spain. So I make Basque cheesecake out of a lot of things, and I think it can. Then you can make your base out of the same cookie that you are making the, the cheesecake. So I also like the idea of like playing with it. Yeah, I recently tried a pistachio one. It was amazing. It was really, really tasty. I also tried in a Sicilian restaurant. Amazing. So if someone wants to make cheesecake at home, uh, what would you re- recommend regarding the, the cream cheese, which is uh, the, the, the main character in this movie? Okay, so 100% I would recommend cream cheese, not using, as I've said, mascarpone or other type of cheeses because you can have a disaster. And regarding cream cheese, I would always use, I, I always personally like to use the Philadelphia cream cheese because it's the most available one. And I think it has the right balance between fat and protein. But I think you can use pretty much any type of cream cheese, but that it is like full fat cream cheese, not light cream cheese and not like any type of dietary or zero sugar cream cheese, because I think the balance between the, the ingredients is super important and it's what is going to give you the most creaminess in your cake. That's it for this week's episode of Potluck Food Talks. If you like what we're doing, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok as Potluck Food Talks. The show airs every Monday.